We would like to begin by acknowledging the traditional owners of the land in which we record this podcast today, the Arakwal people of the Bunjalong Nation, and pay our respects to Elders past and present. Hello, yummy mummies. Welcome to Beyond the Bump, a podcast brought to you by Jade Caldwell and Sophie Pierce. This podcast is targeted at mums, mums to be, and women in general. And gents, feel free to have a listen too. It's a place to have real discussions and ask real questions, no matter how hard, with honest and authentic people. The aim is to have you feeling lighter, more supported, and more understood after every listen. Now, we can't promise that it will always be kept PG, so please be mindful around little ears. Here we go. Hello, Jade. Hello, Sophie and everyone listening. Why are you already laughing? Because I had a real quick skim over these parenting porkies that came in and we are all a bunch of lying dirtbags. The thing that I love is I haven't actually looked at any of them yet, but when I was thinking about this, I feel like you never think you're going to do anything that your parents did when you were growing up. And this isn't necessarily a parenting porky, but all of a sudden my husband, Nick, has started started doing that thing where if my kids say I'm bored or I'm hungry, he turns around and says, hi, bored, hi, oh, hungry. Dad and jokes. I'm like, I remember that was so infuriating. Like I felt that yeah. in my core when I was little, because <laughs> you were just like, I'm just trying to fucking say that I'm hungry. Stop saying hi, hungry back. Cause you don't know how to get around it. And he's all of a sudden started saying that. And I'm like, we're old. I reckon the worst one is, and I say it all the time and even I piss myself off yeah. saying it to my kids because I remember how painful it was when they're like really acting up you go oh you're just tired sweetheart or you're just tired it's just because you're tired yeah and I'm not tired and when my mum and dad used to tell me I was tired and even if I was tired, don't you dare no. tell me that I'm it's fucking It's like tired. if you're angry and someone tells you to relax or chill or out and you're like, I'm going to yeah. throw a brick at you. We actually got sent this funny meme by so many people this week. And I guess this kind of fits into this category and is a bit of a rude or fabulous and is a bit of a mum hack <laughs> and <laughs> has something to do with what you just said. It said that when my kids are due for a nap, I put one of their favourite TV shows on, but I put it on in Spanish. And when they say they can't understand it, <laughs> I tell them they can't understand it because they're so, Sorry. so tired. So they should probably go have a nap. And then they go have a nap and then they put the same episode on, but in <laughs> English and they say, see, you can understand it now because you're well rested and you had that nap. That is a millennial trick <laughs> if I've ever heard it. <laughs> Holy shit, that's great. Now we're going to get into today's, as we said, neither of us have really read them. Jade only skim read them just when she Screenshot got it them. up, but we have not read these. So they're going to be all over the place, but we didn't want to go through them and put them into categories because we wanted to hear it like you guys are going to hear it. So today we're talking all things parenting porkies, whether that be little white lies that you tell your kids or maybe just full-blown lies, lies that your parents told you. So let's get into it. <laughs> <laughs> I was told if I let the kettle go empty, it would explode. To this day, I still have this irrational fear. I think that's true. What? If the kettle's empty and you boil it, it can explode. I remember my best friend and I once put the kettle on, walked out of the kitchen, her fucking kettle exploded. I still have this fear to this day. 
We need to get to that. I think that's true. Should we Google it? On air Google. Let's go. Uh, hang on. You're looking around for something to Google it at as you look at a computer screen. <laughs> like maybe the computer's straight in front of you, Jane. Hang on, wait. Okay. It won't explode, but it will cut out the power. Okay. So, so your I, pa- the parents were more concerned about like circuiting the power and the power board, but I guess we don't care about that. So if we just say you're going to blow the whole kettle up. So we're off to a great start that our first porky was kind of not a porky. <laughs> awesome. Okay, good. So that wasn't a porky. Oh, this one's hectic. I was told if I have more than one vitamin C tablet per day, the orange ones, I would die. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, I was told that too because I was addicted to having the vitamin C and it's the same as having chewing gum. If you keep having chewing gum, like you know how you just keep chewing it when you're little and you swallow it, you either get told you'll die very likely that they'll tell you that or they'll tell you that it will stick in your stomach for about seven years. Oh, I got told it will stick in your stomach for seven years, but can we fact check that too? How long does it take to shit out a piece of chewing gum? But the vitamin C one, I reckon everyone has told their kids some kind of lie about vitamins, whether that be that they're lollies, that they'll make them you know, grow six inches, whatever. Everyone's told a lie about a vitamin. All of a sudden we need a producer for all this fact-checking. Look at us. We've never fact-checked about anything important and now we're fact-checking. What? We've got something in. If you swallow gum, it's true that your body can't digest it, but the gum doesn't stay in your stomach. It moves relatively intact through your digestive system and is excreted in your stool. Amazing. So half true. Half it doesn't true. Di- I mean, what would you want it to digest as really? There's nothing nutritional in it. What about did you ever get told that if you ate an apple core or the apple seeds that an apple tree would grow in your tummy? <laughs> no, but that is really good. Yeah, I got that a lot. Parents said turning the interior light on in the car is illegal, still believed to this day. That's Hang a on. popular one. I have to fact check this because I actually think it is illegal. No, it's not illegal. I tell my kids this too and I was told it as a child and I remember I don't even know what the context of it was. Years and years ago, like I swear when Poppy was a little baby, I posted something on my stories about this and I reckon 60%, even more of adults out there think it's illegal but I'm pretty sure it's not. But I'm going to have to fact check. Hang on. I know we're not going to fact check everything, but this one, <laughs> this one is a fact because I was driving the other day and I said. How often were we lying <laughs> to as children that we have not, we've got complete trust issues. <laughs> okay. No, because I was driving one night and I put that on and then I panicked and I was like, quick, 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 get it off, get it off because we'll get pulled over by the cops. Fuck, <laughs> mum. No, it's not illegal to drive with your interior lights on as there's no legislation mandating whether people can or cannot legally drive with interior lighting. Fabulous. But the thing is, I get it now. I remember when I was younger and mum used to say, it's because you can't see with it on. I would get so confused because I'm like, I'm giving you more light. How can you not see? But now I understand it is so freaking annoying. It's like how you have to turn down the radio or the stereo when you're looking for a street sign. Like it's too overwhelming. You need one of your senses just to calm the fuck down so you can see the street sign. And now I understand. All right, this goes into a whole nother category. You've got to tell me what you say when you don't want your kids to eat something. But someone said, 
all food that I don't want my kids to have is dog food and it works every time. What do you say? One, I think my kids would still try it if it was dog food. (laughs) Two, I say it's got alcohol in it or it's an adult food and they're like, oh. Yeah, I used to say it was spicy. Poppy got to the point where she'd just turn around and say, that's okay, I like spicy food, so now it has alcohol. Yeah, everything's alcohol-based. It kind of is anyway. (laughs) In Jade's house it is. Oh, this is so brilliant. A friend thought that zucchini was cooked cucumber until she was 16 because her mum told her that. I love that. Oh, mum. I used to think my mum was so smart because in the supermarket she could tell the difference between a cucumber and a zucchini. I was like, you are. I mean, I still think she's smart for other reasons, but I was like, that is ultimate adult mode that you can tell the difference between those two things. Mia actually got one the other day and I'm like, oh, babe, that's actually a zucchini, not a cucumber and she's like what's the difference I'm like bite into it and you'll know yeah I know oh I overheard a mother saying the ice cream truck plays a song when they are out of ice cream (laughs) if you haven't said that you're not a parent I'm sorry every parent surely has said that right you've said it after this the next one was Mr Whippy Van playing music is him announcing he's run out of ice cream all right line up ladies you've all said it (laughs) One of my primary school friends was told she was allergic to lunch orders. (laughs) That is so That's cruel. That is so, like just the whole of it, like just anything. Because remember how we used to put it in the paper bag? I mean, there's an app nowadays, but it's like you're allergic to anything. I think it still comes in the paper paper bag, but we don't get it sent home to put the money in and then send it away. I couldn't believe it when you told me. So there is an epic sushi shop in Byron called Street Sushi. Kids these days, honestly, Jade's kids get lunch orders from street sushi that's so where the sushi comes from so privileged and also it is incredible they're like not only I feel like I need to order from there and get my sushi from there they're like a dollar instead of oh, so like it's three cheaper. so cheap because it's a school lunch order and Chris Hemsworth's probably the one bloody putting it in the little bags and yeah, does he work it. at your canteen he does he works at the canteen why don't you volunteer why are you here right now? Am I going to go to all that effort just to like not talk to him because I'm too shy? Would you not be able to talk Remember to him? that time when he came up to me when I was pregnant and he said, hey? Did he? Yeah, he said, hey. And I was like, I checked myself out in the mirror because I was like, oh, thought I was looking hot. And then I looked and I was like eight months pregnant, pushing a pram. I'm like, he's just being nice. Yeah, yeah. He's just being nice. He's not trying he to cheat me. He wasn't trying to pick me up. Oh. No. Coco Melon doesn't work on our TV. Coco Melon should never work on any TV. On any TV. But do you have you ever done that kind of thing to stop them from watching something? Every morning, Yumi as a treat sometimes gets to watch this. Oh, I can't believe I'm saying it, but here we are. It's called on YouTube Aaliyah's Reborn World. And it's a Is it those Donald Trump dolls? Yes, it's Donald Trump dolls that not only this little girl plays with her mum films her with a really, really painful voice and we walk around and we're like, oh, we can't listen to it because it makes us feel so upset. The only one I can really listen to is Bluey. But when she says in the morning, mum, can I have a milky and can I watch Reborns? I'm like, oh, darling, YouTube doesn't work at this time. So YouTube actually doesn't work in the morning and it doesn't work in the afternoon (laughs) and it doesn't work at night. So there's only like when I really, really need her to work. It only works when you're at home by yourself alone in the middle of the day. (laughs) (laughs) This is a great one. Ice cream shop is closed. Yes, we know that. Playground is closed. Also, the swings are broken. 
I don't know how we get around it, but I have said that the swings are broken multiple times and they believe me. Do you know what? But during COVID, I felt a bit like the boy who cried wolf because I used to tell Poppy the playground's closed and she caught me out a few times that, spoiler alert, the playground was not closed. During COVID, the playgrounds were closed <laughs> and I tried to say it and she, I re- she looked at me like, yeah, whatever, you're making up shit. But there is nothing more annoying when you muster up the energy to get out of the house to take your kids to the park and all they want is to be pushed on the swing. Oh. But it's too risky to say the swing's broken because the next kid rocks up, jumps in the swing and the nice parent pushes them on the yeah. swing. So how do you get around that? I don't know. You just say that that's a mean parent, that baby in that child. <laughs> will fall off the swing. I also do want to make a disclaimer and I feel like this needs to happen like worldwide. There needs to be an automatic button for parents to push where you put your child on the swing and you press the button and it only goes, wait for it, for 30 seconds. Oh, well, let's give it a minute, a minute. And it automatically swings the kid. And then when it stops, that's your turn to share hop off and someone else gets to go. Not only that, have it at a level where another sibling can press the button for you so you can actually sit and have a coffee in peace. And what if they want to go higher? There's like different levels? Um, I think I haven't got this far <laughs> into my plan, but I think we'll just stick to like a real, there'll be one small one for little babies and mm. then there will be a bigger one for bigger that kids. That is so good. But I think that your thought that once it's over, it'll be over is a bit, rich because you know those machines in the middle of the shopping centres what child has ever got to the end of their turn and gone okay I'm gonna hop off now but as a perk the swing would be broken so (laughs) you wouldn't be lying oh if you touch the flower petals the flowers will turn black I believe this until high school I feel like I could take that on board with all my plants around the house because my kids, when they're talking to me, like sit there and tear the plant leaves. Like they yeah. just tear them because it's fun. Yeah. I mean, to be honest, fiddle leaf figs are so oh. moody <laughs> that if you touch their leaves, it probably would die. If you stroke their leaves, I think it helps them to grow. Like <laughs> what so are we talking I remember about? <laughs> fiddle leaf. I remember when I got my fiddle leaf and I said, what are tips to keep, keep this alive. thing alive? It's still alive. People will literally like, don't make eye contact with it, but make sure you sing to it. Give it a name. Stroke its leaves, but don't play with the leaves. Once you've picked a spot, I'm like, this thing is more high maintenance than I am. So honestly, your indoor plants, they are so hard to keep alive that if you did, if your kids touch the plants, it probably will die anyway. Yeah. Don't have plants if you've got kids. Don't to have be kids honest, if you've I got was plants. quite good with my plants until okay. I had a third child. <laughs> and now if you can just turn around and have a look at the plant oh in the God. corner of the room. <laughs> Go and put that outside in the rain. What rain? That is a plant that should never die, by the way. Is it? Yeah. Like it. I might give it some drink bottled water. Yeah, three kids was definitely the limit. Oh, I think it's darling. just burnt. It's next to a window and I can't remember the last time I watered it. Yeah, so. okay. Hang on. We stopped paying for Netflix during the daytime. Oh, clever. Oh, you thought, yeah, <laughs> you believed the lie. Like, Jade's like, do how do you do that? Do you get a discount? Yeah. We stopped paying for Netflix during the daytime to limit screen time. That is brilliant. That's but then, really good. What do you do with your children? <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, no, you, I play with my kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. <clears throat> I'll be right back. <laughs> That's it. That's all. <laughs> That's great. The amount of times I say during the day, I'm just in the middle of this, I'll be one second. (laughs) Yeah. 
oh, we brought this up before, the ride-ons at the mall are always broken or that wherever we're going is about to close. Oh, yeah, definitely about to close. Things are always closing. I know. It's so sad. You know, the people really need to extend their trading hours. Oh, this is a little bit heavy. Coming from a aunt too. Told my niece the Easter eggs were broccoli flavoured and she wouldn't like them and it worked. Isn't the whole point of being an auntie, uncle, mm. grandparent that you give the kids the chocolate? Because mm, you don't have to deal with the aftermath. Yeah. Mum had a few too many wines once when I was about 10 and she was vomiting in a bag with us kids in the back. So they're in a car. Dad told us she was allergic to Taylor's white wine. It happened three times over the years and I was scared to try it because I would be allergic too. Truth only kicked in when I was 21. I mean, it's not not true. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, she was like you, you're it. vomiting because your body doesn't like it, which is somewhat too similar to what an allergy is. So I often convince myself the day after when I'm vomiting from a hangover that maybe I am allergic. I do. When really it's just a moderation issue. I call it alcohol poisoning. Oh, this one's developing trust issues. If my kids are being naughty, I put a police siren on my phone, YouTube, and tell them the police are coming. Nick and I have actually stopped mentioning the police whatsoever. We used, you know, if your seatbelt's not on, the police are going to come. But then we realised, like, if they ever go missing somewhere in a crowd, I would like them to find a police officer rather than be scared of them. So we've really tried to rein that in. But it's great, and I'm I'm sure that works. Look, it works. I would do it up to a certain age and as they start to get like more fearful, you probably need to like make them like police. We drive past a police station every time we drop them off at school. So every time they were pissing us off to school or from school, I would have the threat. I'm going to put my indicator on and we're going to turn into the police station. I've done it a fair few times. I think a lot of people in Byron just pull up into the, into the driveway and then reverse back. But, um, yeah. The police station looks busy, but it's actually all parents just with empty threats. (laughs) whole car park. We're all just sitting there. No one who needs them can actually get a park. No. (laughs) I asked my mum to change her voice and I phoned her to say, yes, the park was closed. (laughs) If you lie, your bum will catch on fire. (laughs) Imagine if the person saying that just (laughs) became a lie. Blew up. Do parents nowadays, I feel like it was very popular in our era, but do parents nowadays still say... If the wind changes, your face will get stuck pulling the funny face. Is that still a thing? Or Greta heard the other day or remembered the other day, if you don't eat your crust, your hair will go curly. And she's like, I never wanted my hair to go curly anyway, so why would I eat my crust? I went to say that to my kids one day because they (laughs) never eat their crust. My children have very, very curly hair. And I was like, they're just going to turn around and go, Mum, we've never eaten a crust in our life (laughs) and look at our hair. So... The turkeys ate my dummy. I need some context on that. (laughs) Was it around Thanksgiving? (laughs) Like I've heard of Santa and the Easter Bunny taking the dummies. Bush turkey? turkey. I mean the bush turkey, they could have because they'll take anything. The bin chicken took your dummies. (laughs) Oh, okay then, Mum. My dad said he was taking all my guinea pigs to a farm. He told me later it was a local park. Okay, so... That is really sad because I have been told and I'm still, I feel like I need to call my dad and ask him. him I'll call him. He told me one day we had this really big blue healer and he said it had to go to a farm. 
people, when I tell them that story, laugh in my face and go, how old were you? And I say, oh, I was about like seven. And they're like, oh, yeah, that dog didn't go to a farm. Let's call him and ask him. Philip Blackstone. Hi, Bay. Oh, hi, hi Bay. Bay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, one, a few, you're on our recording today. I'm just calling you. I'm going to ask you a question. One, I just nearly called you babe. Two, you just called me Scylla Black and nobody knows that's my nickname, but we'll get into that later. We're doing parroting porkies and I remember you saying when I was about seven, we had a blue healer and you said the dog went to the farm. Now, everyone laughs at me when I say that because they think that you didn't take it to the farm, you put it down. Were you telling a parenting porky or were you telling the truth? Now's your time to shine. Or not. Oh my goodness, you've really put me on the spot here under the spotlight. And I must say, I did return him to the farm out in Gippsland where all good cattle dogs roam. That he was... didn't go to the big farm in the sky. Okay. He was a, a loyal companion, he used to follow me everywhere. And uh, he was rehomed on acreage because the small blocks coming from 80 acres at Packenham going onto a residential block with postmen going past every day wasn't his bag. All right, you hear that, all you bunch of assholes? My dad <laughs> was telling the truth. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Do you have any other lies that you used to tell? Anything while else you're you want to own up yeah. to? Plenty of, uh, <laughs> plenty of furfies about the, the classic... Uh, the boy in the boat on the moon and the Easter bunny lives up there. We're still rolling with Is that. Is that where I got that from? I thought That's I made that up. So, no. okay, the Easter bunny lives in the moon and if you look at the moon, you can see someone sitting in the bed and it looks like a bunny and Billy tells everyone this and she still yes. believes in the Easter bunny. Generational lies. We love it. It's beautiful. All right. Love you, Dad. Thank you. Enjoy. Love you Bye. too. Have fun, girls. Bye. This is actually brilliant okay, and this go. is a parenting hack. My dad told me my right eyebrow would always raise when I lied. So anytime I lied, I would hold down my right <laughs> eyebrow and then he would know I was lying. Absolutely fucking genius. What a legend. I love that. <laughs> That's gold. Oh my gosh, my husband truly believed until far too late that chalky milk came from brown cows. <laughs> And someone else said that Jersey cows produce strawberry milk. (laughs) (laughs) Hang on, I can't read as fast as you. Wait, slow down. Uh, Jade's lie is her parents told her she was good at reading. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I told my three-year-old it's illegal not to sleep in your own bed and the cops will arrest you if you don't. I take it all back. Fuck what I said about the cops. I'm saying this to Yumi tonight because I'm sick to death of her being in my room. are up to a lifetime in jail. I tell you what, lifetime (laughs) (laughs) non-parole. Oh, my God, this one's hectic. If you run off in Bunnings, strangers will put you in a cage. (laughs) I don't think we need to go into that one. Okay. Can you tell me, you need to Google this one because I think there are some chlorines, right, (laughs) that if you wee in the pool, a blue or purple circle will show around you. Is that that true? I'll Google it. Hang on, let me check. (laughs) Because still to this day as an adult, and look, I piss every time I'm in a pool. (laughs) Don't for a Note to self, don't go swimming with Sophie. Don't act for a second like anyone doesn't. I hop out. 
I always check behind me to see if there's a blue or purple circle. The other day I saw my kids doing a poo off the edge of the pool area and then the dog ate it. So, you Okay, know. that's another level. Yeah. I'm going to make a lie up there so they stop doing that because that's grotesque. Uh, you don't need to make up a lie. You just need to tell them <laughs> that it's absolutely disgusting. <laughs> okay. Like I, I know that it's not true but then I got told that there is a specific chlorine you can get. Wikipedia says there's urine indicator dye. Oh, it's a mythical substance that is supposed to be able to react with urine to form a coloured cloud in a swimming pool or hot tub. That's the danger of the internet. If we had have read just the first line, we would have been like, guys, it's true. It's fucking true. Okay. Also, you can edit Wikipedia. I know. Yeah. This one here, I don't think that this is something for your kids to be scared about. I think this is something that is more scary for you. I pretend to call daycare and chat to them to cancel my son's spot. Instantly changes his behaviour. I'm sorry. If I said to my kids, hey, mummy's going to cancel daycare, they'd go woohoo and just flip. They'd be the craziest kids around. Oh, I love this one. The hose doesn't work until daddy gets home, so I don't have to deal with the wet sand and mud, but he does. Mm, that's good. And the hose definitely doesn't work until daddy gets home. <laughs> <laughs> the hose doesn't work when he gets home either, yeah, let's true. be honest. It's too tired. Oh, your hair will fall out if you don't wash it. I just say that they'll get head lice. But I think it's the opposite. If your hair's really clean, you can Can you look it up? Is that a myth or is that the truth? I was always told because I had head lice a lot <laughs> when I was a child and I have very thick hair so it was hard to get rid of. And my mum always tried to make me feel better by saying head lice actually likes clean hair. Head and lice. it was so that I didn't feel like a stray dog. But is it true? We're learning so much here. And we're learning extra lies to tell our kids. It's great. Getting head lice isn't a sign of poor hygiene or unclean surroundings. Head lice prefer clean hair to attach and they lay their eggs. So good for you. On my side of things, I've never had head lice. (laughs) All my kids have never had head lice. No one has. Harry has. None of us. Touch wood, touch wood, touch wood. Well, I'm just going to continue washing my kids' hair as infrequently as I Mm. do and I'm going to say it's for the betterment so Mm. I don't have to. I think that we have such slick hair. It's so slick that there's no chance of anything getting in there. It just slides off the head. Have you seen uh, Billy's slick bun? It's like. Yeah, true. We call it a little schlick. People keep on mentioning Macca's lies and it's making me hungry. Tell me a Macca's lie. Mine told me that if the Macca's M was lit up, there was a function on, so no takeaway. (laughs) But isn't Macca's, this is like calling up the daycare to cancel, like isn't Macca's a mum hack? Like aren't you going through drive-thru because then you don't have to to think about another meal? So I would never tell my kids that. But I guess if you're going past it every day, they've got to have some sort of boundary. We need some boundary. Oh, yuck. If you don't brush your hair, spiders will nest in it. The TV ran out of battery and we couldn't watch it until it was charged. My mum convinced us that strawberries were lollies and we bought them with our own pocket money. One of my friends thought sultanas were what lollies were until she was legit like 12 or something. I've got to tell you, living in Byron Bay, a lot of kids don't have chocolate cake until they're five. Like I see things on Instagram and they're like, it's my child's first piece of sugar. It's like, what? Like I, yours came out of the womb. My, it came out of my <laughs> breast milk. 
I actually think that it's really good though. Like there's kids opening seaweed, you know, those little seaweed things and that's a treat for them. There's kids drinking coconut water and that's a like treat for them. My kids are like, can we go to Baskin <laughs> and Robbins and get the dirtiest ice cream? And, and I'll like, have a Coke. Yeah, and I'll have a Coke. Well, it also depends on your kid's preference. Like I let my children have anything, but Goldie loves salty foods. So we'll go out for pizza and instead of eating her pizza, which would be what I would go for. She's picking the capers out of the salads, but it's not necessarily any better for her. Like it's just full blown salt. And instead of having chocolate, she would rather seaweed, but I think it's because it's got the salt on top. Well, maybe you can trickle some capers on some fresh fish when Nick comes back from fishing. Oh, she fishing. loves fish actually. Yeah. My kids love fish too. Yeah. I wouldn't expect them to, but they no, love she it. She loves it. Oh, this is actually a really nice lie. Thunderstorms is Santa banging and building presents and they're not scared anymore. To be honest, when I was younger, I was so scared of Santa (laughs) that if you told me he was also responsible for thunderstorms, (laughs) I would have been even less sure about this strange man coming into my house overnight. My dad would tell my sister and I bees don't exist when we were worried about being stung. That's gaslighting 101. (laughs) Okay, note to self, dad needs therapy. I thought this for a long time. Okay. It says, I was told that there was a man (laughs) in a box controlling the traffic lights. Now, when I was younger, there was like a heritage listed train track gate (laughs) situation. (laughs) I want to say boom gates, but they weren't boom gates. It was like a man that sat in a little hut and he would (laughs) fuck. Can you tell that I've not had much sleep in the past? How many weeks? You look quite fresh. I look fresh, but um, the cogs aren't. Cogs aren't uh, cogging. Good, you're um, at my level. Now, this is just one of those things that I can't remember the word, so I'm just going to use lots of words to talk around the word. But there was a little man <laughs> that worked in a hut yes. and he would be signalled when a train was coming and he would go and manually open or close the gates so it would stop the people driving over the train tracks and then once the train was gone, he would open them back up and the cars could go through. Did you watch Thomas the Tank Engine? No. But unfortunately, I think a few times this little old man fell asleep and there were some incidents. So wow. now it is back to being a boom gate. Because of this, I thought <laughs> that traffic lights were also controlled by a little Man. Shimmy, get in here. <laughs> I need your help. You've stuck up one child. Spiraling. <laughs> oh, this one. I was told and still believe that Ron was a real person. Who's Ron? I'll see you later, Ron. <laughs> Who's Ron? <laughs> I'm like, Ron Weasley. <laughs> Ronald. When I was told takeaway shops aren't No, open. you missed half of the person's statement. My dad always let us have half of a treat and then said, let's save the rest for Ron, as in later on. Until I was too old, I thought that Ron was a real person. You missed the first half. Well, good on me for getting it the first Ron's time. a lucky man. Oh, oh! parents told me if you sniff, the snot goes back down <laughs> into your lungs and you'll probably Fuck. die. The death threats are really <laughs> quite harsh. Can we stop telling our kids they're going to die? Yeah. This is why so many people are in therapy nowadays. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. 
that the McDonald's floor is all dirty and sticky, so we simply must get drive-through only. Uh, that is a full-on fact. That is fact. <laughs> Myth or fact? Fact. Fucking fact. Telling my two-year-old that everything is hot that I don't want her to touch, mostly my wine glass. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, actually, my nephew always comes up and he likes to help me with my alcohol consumption. <laughs> so he picks up the glass for me and he's like, here, auntie, here. And he has only dropped it once. He knows that once you've finished that glass, he can get away with whatever he yeah, wants. I know. He's a smart kid. He's a smart kid. We found a rabbit on a farm and I decided to keep it as a pet. I called him Mr. Babs. Mr. Babs bit me, so my parents told me they sent him back to the farm. I found out on my 18th birthday that the local minister had come over and hit him over the head with a shovel. There are so many whys to this story. Is that part of the minister's job description? Are we in a movie? Are we in the, like, 1920s. How old are you? (laughs) (laughs) Keep sucking your thumb and your teeth will fall out and only be able to eat mashed potato for life. I love potato and I was a thumb sucker, so that one wouldn't have worked. I fucking love But I love all varieties of potato, so if it was only mash, I would miss I'd be more inclined to suck my thumb if I was only going to have mashed potato. My mum used to say things were poison for things that she believed were dangerous. The one that stuck with me were the seeds inside capsicum. Mm. For years I thought they were poisonous and I was always so anxious that I would miss discarding a seed when cooking with capsicums. There's something in capsicum seeds. Look it up. What is it? It's like minute levels. Well, I feel like saying arsenic but I don't think it is. I feel like... I got confused between chili seeds and capsicum seeds and people at school in primary school would bring like capsicums and and chilies and try and burn people's mouths. So there was a confusion of what actually was Bernie Bernie and what wasn't. Mm. That's like the wasabi avocado situation. I wish I could say something more but there's just no... No, so we're probably fine. Probably doesn't have arsenic in it. No, definitely. I think (laughs) think you're good to eat the seeds. My grandfather told me that a tree would grow out of my hand if he didn't remove the splinter. I needed this a week ago. Goldie had a splinter in her thumb that she would not let me get rid of and she said, I know it's just going to fall out on its own. Unfortunately, it did fall out on its own. So When the truth gets in the way. I know, but a tree next time, yes. Oh, this one comes in from our editor, Lara. If you wear an Alice band headband, your hair will grow longer. Oh, I'm going to tell that to Pops when she doesn't let me put a headband on her. That is great. That is fabulous. I got so confused then asking our barrister to tell them the baby Chino machine is broken. (laughs) I'm like, hang on, why would a barrister in law be making baby (laughs) (laughs) And why are you taking your child? Like that just sounds like a nightmare taking your child to to the the barista. That's funny. Oh, my gosh. My mum told me (laughs) that my grandpa died from eating Play-Doh. <laughs> but was he alive and walking around? He or? must have been dead. Oh. But I doubt that was the cause of death. Blippy is on holidays, so we can't watch him. Yeah, goodbye. Yeah, Blippy. Blippy needs to take an extended holiday. <laughs> Actually, Blippy, you know, Blippy changed. I don't because I don't watch him enough. But he did. So maybe Blippy really did go on holiday. Oh, okay. I don't know if this is a lie from the parenting lies or if it's the truth. Let's just see. The guy from Blues Clues died and they replaced him 
At the height of the show's popularity in in 2002, the beloved Burns abruptly left the Blues Clues show. Rumours immediately began to swirl that Burns died of a drug overdose, was a drug addict, or was killed in a car crash. That is not funny, but it is extreme. These rumours were all proved false when Steve appeared in a Nickelodeon (laughs) special behind the Clues 10 years with Blue. So safe to say... He's still alive. Why did everyone kill him off? Well, literally they killed him off. I'm not sure, but didn't he make it up? He said, oh, the main reason he left the show was because he was going bald and he didn't want that to happen on national television in front of his young fans. Oh, and then someone just went and made him fake dead. Oh, my gosh, this reminded me. So my dad told me he dated Kylie Minogue. It was actually a photo with a cardboard cutout. All right. Where was the cardboard <laughs> Probably in a photo. This reminded me. So my husband, his mum, used to play hockey and Nick just found a hockey stick once and his mum decided to tell him that she went to the Olympics for Hockey. Now, during 2000, when the Olympics were on in Sydney, do you remember Australia just became like obsessed yeah. with the Olympics? Yeah. Like everything was Olympic themed. Yeah. It was just, it was a big, big deal. I got a Barbie doll. Anyway, so Nick went to school and told all <laughs> his friends and his teacher that his mum, back in the day, had gone to the Olympics for hockey. Now, there was an assembly that was put on around the time of the Olympics and one of the teachers after the assembly came up to Julie and said, I am so sorry, we completely forgot to bring you up onto stage with the other ex-Olympians. We are so sorry that we missed you out. And Julie was standing there like, oh, that's fine. Anyway, everyone believed it. And they nearly called her up on stage, but luckily they didn't. Is that when she then said to Nick, look, I'm actually. I, yeah, I made that up. I didn't. Well, that, so that, the that lie backfired. Nearly. Julie. Nearly. But actually, look, if you were called up on stage, people aren't as um, professional in their jobs as we are. Yeah. They may not have fact checked it. She could have got external validation, all this Would congratulations. Would she have gone along with it? If your name is called, you have to get up there on stage. I'm sorry. Imagine. What would you do? Okay, you go along. <laughs> you go along to your kids' assembly mm-hmm. and they are doing. What am I, top, what am I good at, babe? Top barristers of Australia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. good, good, good. <laughs> and they say, Jade Caldwell, QC. <laughs> I can't even remember what QC stands for. Would you go up? Or are you just going to stand there and go, oh, no, I lied to my child? No, I'm a bit of a shit talker, so I would definitely just go with it because it's hilarious. Yeah. Would you? Um, I don't think you would. My fear would be that on stage they would interview me Mm. and ask me a question. It's like how we had that person write in and they were in a job interview and in the job interview the person interviewing them was American and she accidentally put on an American accent for the 45-minute interview. Like... I would just be so scared that I was going to get caught out. Like I, if I accidentally had lapsed into an American accent, I would say something during the interview to ensure I did not get that job. Because what, you're going to work there for 10 years and put on an American accent the whole time? Speaking of interviews, I was just listening to the Inspired podcast really quickly and they were giving people the opportunity to write in their worst embarrassing interviews. Mm. Anyway, in COVID, someone had an interview and had to do it with Citibank via Zoom. So he was being interviewed and 
they're like, oh, mate, it's a bit of an inappropriate name, don't you think? And he's looking on his resume like, what? It says Sean. Like, I don't understand it. And he just said it says Little Dick Energy 94 <laughs> on the Zoom profile. <laughs> Because that would have been his hotmail address from year six. So no, you tell it dick energy. I mean, I know. What is little dick energy? He didn't get the job. He didn't get the job. So one of my friends, this is just about like when you dig a hole and then so he went along to the dentist <laughs> and he had to get a tooth removed at the dentist or a root canal or something like that. And the dentist goes to him, okay, so in the next week to two weeks, you can't go under a certain amount of pressure. And the my friend turns around and goes, oh, so I shouldn't go spearfishing. And the guy goes, no, I'd avoid spearfishing for the next two weeks. Anyway, my friend has never been spearfishing <laughs> before but went along with it and pretended he was a keen spear fisherman because he was like, well, it's too embarrassing now to turn around and say, I don't know why I said that as an example. And so now he's changed dentist because he can't go back. Hey, do you want to, like, just on the topic of dumb things, do you know what I did? And I feel like I need to share it. Where do this we is begin? One of, but yeah. <laughs> this is one of the worst things I've done and it only happened a few years ago. And let's just say I was probably postpartum and really tired. I got pulled over by the cops oh, um, just because they were doing a breath test for everyone. And the guy comes to me and he goes, hey, yep, how are you going? How's your morning? I'm like, yeah, good, thanks. And he's like, yep, just count to 10. What? You did it in our language? I, I counted to 10. And he's like, oh, not in your head, out loud. <laughs> <laughs> were you drunk? <laughs> were you drunk? He's like, you're going to have to come to the station with me, ma'am. <laughs> I go, I thought that was a bit weird. I was like, why are you asking me to wait? I don't know why I'm counting. He was like, wow. And because you were nervous, you probably were concentrating really hard and you are probably like, you know, when you're counting and concentrating, your eyes roll up in your head. Do you reckon people have done that? Surely I'm not the only one. If it makes you feel better, babe. Okay. Everyone does that. Oh, parents said, and I don't know, we need to Google this possibly, that you cannot swim for 30 minutes after food or you'll drown. No, I think it's false. I mean, you might get a stitch, but I think that's false. But if you do eat a lot and then you get a stitch and you're in the waves, you might die. No, probably not. Okay. The other one that I had is if you are, remember when you were little and you were running around like crazy and your mum would be like, Kate, put your jumper on or you're going to catch pneumonia. It's like, I think they've proven that being out in the cold when you're sick doesn't actually make you sicker. But not that. What if I'm fine no. and she's just cold because she's not running around like a crazy person? I'm running around with friends with my top off because I'm boiling. I was younger. <laughs> I was like five or six. I'm not 20 with my top off, although maybe I was. I don't know. And she tells me, go and put no, I think that's a top a myth. on. I think that's a myth. Okay. Sparkling water is lemonade. I actually just say, would you guys like a red lemonade And when I'm at the pub? And I ask for soda water and put a tiny bit of red cordial in it. Boom. It's not that sugary. Genius. And they don't get a sugar high. Genius. 
Okay, so not sure if this fits as a white lie, but growing up, my two brothers and I were convinced we had about a hundred siblings because every time we did something naughty, our dad would say, don't do that. That's what your brother, sister, insert random name here did. (laughs) Then when we would say, but we don't have a brother or sister with that name, he would say, yeah, well, not anymore. You don't. (laughs) (laughs) That is so fucked up. That's really good. No, that's beyond a white lie. (laughs) That's a heavy lie. Oh, my gosh. What? This is something my parents told me in primary school. All of my friends went trick-or-treating every year, but I was never invited. They would say, it's because you live too far away, which never made sense to me. So I just thought they didn't want to invite me. Flash forward to a year or two ago, I'm in my 30s, and my parents finally tell me that they didn't want me to go because they didn't believe in Halloween. So they made up their you live too far away line for my friends to tell me. That's therapy in general. That's sad. That's really sad. Shame on you, parents. That's a nasty one. A toddler discovered the hot water heater unit thingo that is hidden in a corner cupboard underneath the kitchen bench. It's tucked away and we never thought much of it until one day our toddler, who was two and a half years old, opened the cupboard and saw it. He was a little scared and wasn't sure what it was at first. He looked up at me and said, robot mummy? I said, yes, he's watching you. So you better be a good boy and be careful because robot is always watching and always listening. That's basically the story of Santa. Yeah. That's like we can't judge this parent because that is Santa. That is. When I was a kid and couldn't get to sleep at night, my dad would give me a sleeping pill. It wasn't until years later that I found out that the sleeping pill was actually just a vitamin C tablet. The placebo effect totally worked. I don't know if this is rude or fabulous because like it's a big lie if they have an ongoing sleep issue. I just don't know what part of you wants your child to think that they're reliant on sleeping tablets to sleep. Yeah. I'm one of four girls. My mum and dad used to say to us that Tinkerbell reported to Santa throughout the year about whether we were being naughty or nice. So on road trips, they would use their watches in the sunlight. <gasps> Do you remember how you can yes. like reflect? I always thought that was so crazy. No, never knew what it was. They used to use their watches in the sunlight to have Tinkerbell dance around the car to make us behave well. We were none the wiser and any time we saw that light darting around, we'd stop fighting or whinging. I think I might use it myself when the kids are old enough. When I that was, is brilliant. When I was in year seven, I used to use my watch light when it was shining through the window on my year seven teacher's package and I got in big, big trouble for that. So I wish I had have known that one. That would have been kinder on everyone, I think. <laughs> Handrail on escalator will suck hand in if I'm not quick enough. Do not fuck around, kids, on escalators. Don't go up the ones that are going down and don't go down the ones that are going up because you will trip over and you will will slide (laughs) and fall in the crack of it. Have you done that? No, but that's what I've told my kids because it drives me mad. They're like, Mom, look at me. I'm like, you are going to die. So we've said not to tell people that their kids are going to die. That is so annoying that that deserves a death. That's a death threat for sure. As a child, my dad told me his dodgy home job tattoo from his young, wild days was actually from drawing on himself. So I was not to draw on myself all the walls because it never comes off. I was a vegetarian when I was about six years old, but ate Maccas as I was told it wasn't real meat. Then they released the 100% beef <laughs> ads. Mind blown. <laughs> oh my God. <gasps> Someone said, what was all the shit about the Bermuda Triangle growing up? (laughs) It's where your socks are. It's where all your socks are. 
yeah, I don't know enough about the Vivian Strauss. Can I say one thing? I, I feel like I've said this before, but this is the hill I die on. <laughs> Why was quicksand drummed into us so much as kids? I thought it was going to be a real issue in my life and to this point... There's no quicksand. Well, I think quicksand does exist in some places but in very exotic, like far-fledged locations. Not in the suburban life I've lived (laughs) yet. Give me an example. Where was it used? I just, you know, it's like lava, like lava and quicksand. Everything was quicksand. Everything was lava. Can't go there. Like, you know, jump over to the couch, to the thing, because the floor is lava. I really thought in my life... It's kind of like algebra. Why did we learn so much about the hypotenuse in school when we have not needed it in the future? I know. Yet GST never came up. Do I still understand it? No. Do I pay it? I try to. (laughs) Sometimes. Oh, birdie beetles have alcohol in them. I feel like my auntie made that up with the show bags. Parents told me if I roll my eyes, they get stuck in my head. I told that to Poppy the other day. That's really good. Yeah. Um, are you ever going to finish? Hang or? on. There is no more cheese. That's a good lie. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, Bluey takes naps too conveniently at the same time as our toddler. Fabulous. Now I'm going to cut you off because you can't stop. You need to eat fish so you can swim fast like a fish. <laughs> stop now. Okay, we have to go. If the lights flash on those shopping centre rides, they okay, we're done. All right. Well, that was great. We've got heaps of... That was more of a ride than I expected. We've all been brought up on absolute lies and now I don't know what to believe and what not to believe. But will that stop me from doing it to my children? (laughs) No. Absolutely not. (laughs) Love you guys. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of Beyond the Bump. If you enjoyed it, please subscribe and give us a review. If you didn't, good on you. You can also follow us on Instagram at beyondthebump.podcast to stay up to date on behind the scenes and future episodes. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.